How do you turn the advice that you give out for free into a legitimate business that you can operate with integrity? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name is Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And for today's conversation, we're heading back to the beginning, to when you get the idea, when you recognize that you have a skill set that solves someone else's pain point. When you realize that things that you help people with for free are the same things that other people make money doing and selling. When you start to think about yourself as a business owner, how do you begin? What are the first steps you take? How do you know if you're just talking nonsense to yourself or if perhaps you're sitting on something real? It can be really hard to find your way and figure it all out and to know what is a logical question from a mindset gremlin that's just gnawing at your toes that you have to kick to the curb. Let's dive into today's listener question for a little bit of context to the conversation. Here it goes. Heather, I'm a hairstylist. It feels strange to say that I own my own business when in actuality I rent a chair in someone else's nail salon. To be honest, I do that for two reasons. One, to reduce overhead. And two, because I know there's more I need to learn about owning my own business before I can open up a salon. I've been renting this chair for four years, and in that time, I've accumulated an Instagram following of close to 35,000 people from all over the world. Over the past year and a half, I've been asked over and over again by other stylists from everywhere how I got that following. The truth is, the only way I advertise my business is through Instagram, and I'm fully booked regularly. As I learn about business building and strategies, it occurs to me that I could create a course to teach stylists how how to use Instagram to build their businesses. I answer questions about this all the time, and it's nice to actually think about the idea that I could get paid for my answers. Every time I think about this, though, a voice in my head tells me I'm stupid, I don't know what I'm talking about, that I'm known for my work in hair, not for teaching anybody anything else, especially business, given that I don't really even own one, I just rent a chair. Do I even have something here? How am I supposed to be able to tell? Do I have any business selling something like this? And how do I get out of my own way to actually do it? Thanks. Whew. Okay. So first, this isn't an answer to your question, but my back is going up for you. And so I just feel the need to defend. You are renting a chair from someone else's nail salon. So you are renting space to build your own business on your own terms, beginning, middle, and you, my friend, own your own business. That is a critical truth that you need to take forward in these conversations. You're paying rent. Okay, fine. You don't have the overhead of the whole building. You don't have to pay for all the electricity, all the utilities, all of that. But you work in a nail salon and you are cutting hair. That means all of the supplies, all of the equipment, the shampoo, the conditioners, the hair dyes, the scissors, the combs, the blow dryers, the straighteners, all the other girl stuff and boy stuff that goes into cutting hair you have done taken care of and have access to you my friend are a business owner you have got to change the story about yourself that you don't really own your own business just because you don't have your own shop 
That story is what's affecting your ability to see what you're capable of and your potential now in the situation that you're sitting with. Some would argue, many would argue, that you're one of the smartest business people known to man. You're keeping overhead low so your profit margin can be high and you're reducing costs left, right, and center by doing this. The savvy business owner is going to know and be able to acknowledge with you that you are limiting your growth, that you can't get much bigger when you continue to trade dollars for hours, that if you don't have other stylists working with you, if you don't have anybody helping you with the scheduling, if you're doing your own inventory, you're doing your own booking, you're doing your own accounting, all of that is getting in the way from how much income, like what your income ceiling is for your business. My guess is you know that, and because of that choice, you're telling yourself you don't really own a business, and that's nonsense. It's not true. You absolutely absolutely own your own business and I absolutely positively view you as a business owner. Now that being said, you're asking me about creating a course because you have a ready and open following for 35,000 people, some of whom are stylists who would want to learn how they too could build their following and build their businesses following your strategies. The common business owner and a lot of business strategists and consultants would tell you, go ahead. You have a warm audience, your warm audience being your Instagram following. You have a sort of proven method of delivery. You know what you've been doing. You've been doing this now for four years. Go ahead, put out together a, you know, a little online video course or a little training and teach people the basics. I'm going to halt you on that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to halt you on that one a little bit and I'm going to have you slow down. Because here's the thing. I absolutely believe in your skill set. I absolutely believe that you can teach hairstylists how to build a business and a following on Instagram. But here's my challenge to you and I think if you do a gut check, you're going to recognize yourself in this. Do you know how you know? what you know. Because a lot of times when people follow um, a business strategy for so long, the things they do are so automatic, they don't think about it. The steps they take are so automatic, they don't think about it. They just automatically do it. It reminds me a little bit of when I was in math class, my teacher, whenever I was super, super stuck, would put me in front of the class to teach a problem that I had no idea how to solve. Because in teaching other people, I would usually figure out the stuck place that I was in. I actually think you can build a business doing this. I just don't think building an online course and selling it to your audience is your first step. What I would start to do, and you can decide how you want to do this and how it works for your schedule, I would either decide to do this on a one-on-one -on -one basis or teach a group, offer it to six people that you're going to teach online once a week with different strategies and you're going to take their business from zero to hero using Instagram. I would reach out to people who are engaged in your content, who ask you questions, who you seem to like talking to, and I would start to try out your system. You can outline for yourself before you even get these first clients in the door, but start to outline for yourself. If I was a new hairstylist and I was telling you that 
I've been renting my own chair or I own my own salon for about a year and a half and I'm starting to watch the new reservations go down. I'm not seeing a lot of growth in my business. I'm recognizing that I need to get my hands on social media, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I've heard Instagram is good because the pictures of hair, you know, get spread around, etc., etc. What are you going to tell me to do first? What do I have to already have in place? What kinds of things do I need to know? What are the backstage secrets that you've accumulated over time that you've never thought that you have to say out loud? I would draft as much, and maybe you've already done this, you know, in preparation for even asking me the question, but I would draft as much information as possible to get people from no Instagram following to an Instagram following that, you know, supports their business. Look at all the steps that you outline. And then I would start to think about who can you approach with this system to say, hey, I think I'm going to be creating an online course teaching other hairstylists how to build their businesses on Instagram. Would you be interested in being a tester of my program? I want you to charge for it. Do not do this for free. You have four years experience. You have a lot of tools, tips, and tricks you're going to be teaching. You don't have to sell it at the highest cost, but you at least, at the very, very least, need to look at the income you would be losing by not cutting hair for the time that you're delivering that course and in, like, and at least trade that off so that the money you make teaching the course at least equals, if not exceeds, the value you would be adding to your bottom line if you were simply cutting, coloring, and, you know, um, taking care of hair. You don't want to lose money on this deal because you don't have to. You know you have the experience. What you don't have and what's making you feel insecure is the lack of a system. If you can get your system tight, if you can either work with like, you know, six to ten people one-on-one doing this, you are going to feel so much more confident selling it as an online course or an online offering. So you got to get your reps in. I talked to you on the show, you know, you personally, but I talked on the show a couple of weeks ago about getting your reps in and the hard truth about why new businesses fail. That's the art. That's the episode you have to go back to if you haven't listened to that one. And the reality is, is too many people try to go from the first day of school to graduation and skip all the steps in between. And then they expect to be business owners that are making really good money at the end of it. It just doesn't work that way. But if you can get your reps in with six to 10 people, either one-on-one or in a group, you will start to notice a couple of things. The first thing you'll figure out is the things that are obvious to you, but that you still have to say out loud. You will start to get a rhythm and an order for how to do things when you give someone a direction and you realize that they have to backtrack and go back and do two different things. You'll be able to change the order of your curriculum. You'll be able to streamline and edit out and censor the junk that's just kind of like extra and unnecessary and gets in the way of the point. You will be able to see yourself as someone who can help stylists um, streamline their success using Instagram 
by doing it a couple of times. I absolutely think you have a moneymaker here. I think you have a business here. I love that it's niche specific. I think it's really helpful and will make it so much easier for you to connect with stylists if they know that you're simply doing this for other stylists. There's so many ideas here, but I do think you have to get your reps in. Try it a couple of times. Get your system straight. And then as you're doing that, I would encourage you to do a little bit of a gut check. Do you like doing that kind of work? Do you find yourself wanting to do more of it? Do you enjoy doing it one-on-one? How does the group aspect start to feel? Are you okay working with people online? Would you prefer to keep it more local? Um, If you do local, by the way, you got to be careful because you don't want to be teaching your competition how to compete with you better. But um, how does it feel with you? Do the gut check. See how you move through the world with it. Allow yourself to be curious and open to possibility and allow yourself to start at the bottom, be curious and see what happens next. That is going to be the next layer to the foundation of your business. You already have an incredible foundation. You have four years of success, largely fully booked, managing your overhead with ease and keeping a regular steady stream of clients. Now you're adding a leg and an arm to the business that you've never done before. So in some ways you're going to be starting out and it's going to be like you're brand new all over again. So you have to give yourself that room and that permission to be brand new all over again, to learn the lessons, to figure out what worked, to figure out what didn't. And then when you really think you've got something, when you know the system and you know that step one is this, step two is that, you can ask yourself, do I really want to do this as an online course? Is that still my calling? Do I feel more compelled to offer it as a group program? How do I best want to treat people, help people, serve people around this pain point? You can decide for yourself. And then that's grabbing the hands of your business with both hands and just going for it. I absolutely talk to you as a fellow business owner. I positively believe you are one. And now you're looking to up level. How about that? And just a simple question to a simple podcast, the story and the ending to the story that you have about yourself has now changed. So welcome to a business owner. I really look forward to hearing what happens next. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks to everybody listening in. If you want to keep the conversation going, a good place to do that. I haven't uh, reminded you guys in a while, but I do have a Facebook group. Um, It's Choose to Have It All. So if you went to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash choose to have it all, you can find me there. We keep the conversation going about each day's podcast over there. And if you have a question that you'd like my two cents on, you can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.